Welcome to Hala Talk. I'm Jack Yanover. I'm Bobby Decker. And we're here with Eden Snower. Eden, welcome to the show. Thank you. So, I'm very excited. You have a challah here for us, and you were telling me right before we started recording, it's a vegan Yes, challah? yes, it is. Wow, that's exciting. So what, you made this yourself, and what ingredients did you use that were not animal products? Um, so usually challah is made with eggs, and we shied away from that. We use no eggs. Um, not exactly sure what the substitute was for that, but we did add maple syrup, which is not so common while making hollows. Could add a nice sweet element. So without further ado, let's get right into this challah. Bobby, I know you're a big fan of sweet challah, so I anticipate good things from yeah, this Yeah, I'm excited. I'm being honest. Presentation doesn't look great. Okay, well, Little let me rude. try it. So Eden, while he's taking those first bites, yeah, you mentioned it's a vegan challah, and that is because you yourself are a vegan, right? Yes, well, I am a vegetarian, so I don't eat any meat, and I try to be a vegan as much as possible. I'm not, like, strict um, or anything, but hopefully soon I Work will Work in be. progress. Yeah. Bobby, what are your thoughts? I'm being honest. The presentation threw me off. This is a phenomenal holla. Oh, my God. Jack, I, I think I have to rate this a six. A six out of six? Yeah. Okay, I'm excited. Whoa. I'm, I'm going to take a bite, uh, but before I do... I'm going to just ask you one more question because no one wants to listen to me chew on challah. What, is it a vegan for moral reasons or are you going to be a vegan for health reasons? Um, I would be a vegan for moral reasons. Um, I don't think it's fair to the animals to be treated the way they are treated in some areas and I'm very against so the is, animal. So is this against our current factory farming system or is this against just killing animals blanketly and just eating them both okay yeah well you did not need to kill any animals for this to be one of the best challahs i've ever had and i can't lie that's a six out of six from me so eden the burden is on you okay i gotta give it a try yeah be honest you know if you lie to get into the Hall of Fame, the Hall will not start floating. I'm sure that it can Prophet tell. Elijah will see right through that. So, if it's honestly a six, though, don't lie. Don't be humble. I think this is a true okay. six out of six. What are your thoughts? I'm not going to lie. This Hall is really good. I personally was not, I did not have any high expectations for this Hall. I thought because maybe it's vegan, it would be scored a little differently, but... I don't think that's the case at all. I think, honestly, this is one of the best hollows I've ever had, too. Um, is that going to be a six out of six? It's a little dense. A little dense. But I, I, I like that about it. So I'm going to have to give it a six. Oh, and it's floating. Oh, my God. My oh my heart God. is floating. And it's it. floating. <gasps> I'm, I'm getting lightheaded. It's so <coughs> great. Right next to Mrs. Schoenfeld's. Is that Elijah? Elijah's there. Oh, my God. Oh, Elijah. I've never seen him so close before. The first time I saw him, I was freaking out, but I'm a little desensitized to it at this point. Elijah. Wow. What's up? Yes. Uh, please, come to our Seder this year. We we really want you to show up. You never show up. Yo, Jack. Heard Elijah really wants a spot on Hall Talk. Elijah's trying to get on the show? All right, maybe season three. Maybe season three. But right now, we have Eden Snower, and we always say, a great challah 
foreshadows a great show. So I have very high expectations for this show. Now I know you're the captain of the new Trier dance team. I'd love to hear all about that. Yeah, so I've been on the team for four years, and it's an especially long season. Unlike most sports, it's fall season and winter season. It's actually known as a club, not a sport, or not technically a sport. Um, But, yeah, I do a lot for the team. It's... I'm co-captains with a friend of mine, Greer McKenzie, mm-hmm. and we keep everything intact. We um, make sure everyone's okay, make sure everyone's happy. We listen to um, like what everyone has to say, and yeah. So I know you guys do some crazy athletic body bending stuff. Mm-hmm. How do you get in the physical shape to be able to like move your body in that way and then also be coordinated enough to do it without like tripping over yourself? Yeah, so I think like any other activity, um, athletic activity, practice, definitely a lot of practice and memorizing steps and just repetitiveness. So and like muscle memory yeah, helps a lot. Yeah, exactly. And make sure, making sure you warm up and stretch properly is definitely something. And do you choreograph the dance? Yeah, so um, so there are six seniors on the team, and every year the seniors choreograph each dance. So we do a different dance at like each um, performance we have, and three seniors choreograph each one. Mm. So do you do the whole pyramid thing where you stack each other on top? Oh, no. No, we usually don't do that. I know you're also very big into meditation. Yeah. So what does your meditation practice look like, and so what do you use it for? I usually (laughs) meditate every night before I go to bed, Um, just if I'm having trouble falling asleep or I just have a lot running through my head, I'll do a guided meditation on an app I have called Headspace, and I do that, and I just breathe, and feels kind of clears my mind before I go to bed. Now, word on the street is that you've meditated so much that you actually can read minds. Yeah, yeah. Now, I don't believe that, obviously, because that's not possible. But um, I figured now I that you're in this studio, we might as well test the theory out. Okay. So I'd like to see you. Bobby, why don't you think of a number between 1 and 10? And Eden, I'd like to see you guess what number he's thinking of. Well, right. let me whisper it to Jack. Okay, yeah, I, I got to confirm. Are you thinking of the number 10? Wow. Okay. Were you? Yep. That I mean, was. There's that was a ten percent chance of getting that though. When you're reading minds, uh, what's what's your tactic? Are you looking in the eyes? What What do you look for? I look, I look in the eyes, and the body posture, and I can kind of sense like an energy or a vibe coming out that displays whatever they're thinking. I think the proper word is chakra. Chakra. Okay. Yeah. Or your um, aura. All right, that's fine. One out of ten, you know, the odds are not in your favor, but really yeah, not all that bad. So, do it, do it again. you know, I'm very into movies. I love movies. My mind is on movies all the time. So if you could guess the movie that I'm thinking about right now, maybe maybe I could believe that you're a mind reader. Um, something's telling me that you are thinking of the B movie. Okay, I'm a little uncomfortable because that is true. (laughs) 
What? <laughs> I mean, you didn't believe me. Do you believe me now? I'm I'm a little uncomfortable. Wait, I. All right. Yeah. Hold on. Slow down. Slow down. Hold on. I'm thinking. I'm sorry. I just like to know. Are you thinking? Are you reading my mind all the time? Like. No. Am no. I safe, or only is it only you when focus. you concentrate? It's only when I concentrate and when I try to. So you're in the IGS program. A lot of people on the outside are very curious what goes on in IGS. Like, is it really no homework? Is it like fake school? So set the record straight. What is IGS and why do you love it? Yeah, so IGS, there's definitely a stigma and around IGS that for the most part is not true. Um, we do indeed get homework and a lot of it. Actually, we do have a lot of work. We do do real school. Um, what we do not have is we don't have tests and or quizzes, and we don't have grades. You can choose to have grades or to not have grades. Um, Who choo- Is there anyone in IGS that chooses to have grades? I think there are a few, but I don't think it... I think it was, it's more of a parent preference mm-hmm. or something that's not the... Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So instead of grades, you guys get really long written reports though, right? Yeah, so we have these things called like slider guides and they're basically different like areas of focus. So it starts with your prog- process, progress, and product. And there are things like presentation skills, like applying what you learn to the real world, like things like that. And it goes from a slider to deficient to masterful. So you get more of an in-depth like idea of what your strengths and weaknesses are, as well as your, um, you have a student narrative. So as a student, you get to write a little bit about your learning throughout the semester um, in each progress, product, and process. And then your teacher writes like a mini kind of, not like a recommendation letter, but just like a little bit about you and how your learning has like improved over the course of the semester and like how you are as a student. And I think it's very helpful for both like the student to know what they need to work on and know exactly what their strengths and weaknesses are, as well as for colleges, people outside of IGS are really like curious about whether people get into college or not, or like they think they're not going to get into college. But I think colleges get a way more in-depth look at what yeah, you actually did. Exactly, like explanation of like what kind of student and what kind of person you are, and I think that's definitely beneficial. I think the program is super cool. I do have to ask, though. You said mm-hmm. it goes from like deficient to masterful. Yeah. Has anyone ever just gotten like deficient imagine how bad it would look to colleges if your your grade is not a letter but just a long <laughs> essay about how terrible you are at school yeah see like that is not but yeah that would that'd that be would really suck. bad so you should only take eggs if you're actually going to excel i think what's cool about eggs is some would say that the whole american education system is kind of built around fear mm-hmm. and the biggest motivator in a lot of classes is you need to get a good grade, not you need to learn the material. Yeah. Um, and the, the problem with that is is that fear is effective, but it doesn't really inspire passion. And passionate learning will usually be uh, more effective and actually carry on that knowledge to the next level. So it sounds like what happens in eggs is you're motivated to learn certain things 
based on your actual interests. Yes, that's ex- exactly right. And your teacher can't really hold a B or a C over your head. If mm-hmm. you really put forth the work and the effort and you exhibit that passion, you'll be rewarded in the form of that written grade, but more importantly, you'll be rewarded by actually learning stuff. If the entire school was run like that, I think it I think I think it'd be better. Yeah, it definitely like I hear friends in other classes who aren't in eggs um, say all the time, like, oh, I just need to get this grade. I have this grade. And all th- all they're talking about is gr- our grades. And I'm like, well, are, are you learning anything? Like what I think about in eggs is like how much I'm learning and what I'm going to get out of the lesson today or things like that. So I think that's definitely like something that's great about it. It's very cool. And, you know, I love playing games on this show. Mm-hmm. And season one, for those who listened, we played a game called Is This the Onion? And I, I brought it back because I love that game. Bobby, I know you love that game. I do. So we got to play. We got to yeah, play Is This the it. Onion? So Eden, I believe you're up to the challenge. Now here's yep. the good news. If you can get four out of the five of these questions right, you will receive a complimentary gift bag. Ooh. It has a $5 gift card in it and... I believe one of those little parachute guys you get at the dentist sometime. Oh, so those. really, really cool. Um, I don't know if you're up for it, but I'm up for it. We're going Let's for it. it. So, Bobby, you know what? I'm gonna have you play as well. So you and Eden can kind what of. What happens if I win? If you win, you get to do five real push-ups, nose to the ground. Five. Okay. If you real, win, real push-ups. So what happens if I lose? We don't want to talk about that. Yeah. That, <laughs> We don't want to scare anyone from coming on the show. Uh, oh, so, okay. But, you know, it, it'll be okay. Just just trust your gut. You can read mine, so I think you should be fine. Okay, so the way this game works is I'm going to read you two articles. Now, one of these is an article from The Onion, which is a satirical news site. So that would be a fake and for humorous purposes. The other is a real article that, unfortunately or hilariously, is actually a real headline, but is so ridiculous that it sounds fake. So I'm going to start with the first two. You have to determine which one is the onion. Our first one, felon no longer deemed threat because of gender change. Or experts unable to determine why someone as rich as Justin Bieber even needs to believe in God anymore. Um, the uh, Justin Bieber one? You think that's the onion? No, no. I just think I that's a think strange that's article to have. I mean, strange. the other one's also a strange one. Well, yeah. Gender change? Well, good news is for you, Is that like Eden. a Fox News? Good news for you. <laughs> Second one is, in fact, an article. The first one is real. Um, this felon is no That's longer considered a threat because he's transitioning from a man to a woman. Why does that make him no longer a threat? Uh, they stated, the court stated, that the offender's hormone levels are an important part oh. of substantiating an offender's <laughs> likelihood of recidivism. So if, if you, as a man agree to lower your hormone levels so you have less testosterone, can you get out of jail? I think that's... I that think seems a lot like an interesting like compromise. Would you do that? Would I do that? If as I'm in a, jail for my life? Yeah. That's so... Man. I'll become a... Why would that soy be boy. like a... Like a that's a good question. Because testosterone probably makes people more aggressive, more aggressive and more likely to commit violent crimes. Yeah. You know, I'd be worried about is then, uh, you know, like Clockwork Orange... They hypnotize the main character so he becomes nonviolent with inhumane tactics. 
Imagine if the justice system was like, yeah, it's a lobotomy. These, lobotomy. To fix all these felons, we're just gonna like give them estrogen supplements. <laughs> that's that would be that would be terrible. You know, well, that's a good idea okay, for a well, that could be voluntary. They could just do other things to make them like rehabilitation. Like, yes, exactly. Like rehabilitation, ther- like therapy things but to make recidivism recidivism rates go down. That sounds way too Rather rational. Way too rational for the U.S. justice system. But that's just me. It's All right. Gotta change. Second pairing of articles. Canadian man wishes there was some way to pay his doctor for all the hard work he did. <laughs> or <laughs> Fiona the hippo attempts to make Super Bowl pick. <laughs> Vomits on Kansas City. <laughs> um, I think the first one sounds like the onion. Because that's making fun of how like Canadians are polite. Which is like a nice, and don't they have, funny, do they non-controversial have, um, stereotype? Like, they have free healthcare. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Yeah, first one's very oniony. You are correct. The first yeah. one is the onion, and yeah, Fiona the hippo. <laughs> because I mean, Canadians are nice. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't even put that part together. We got number three here. Our first article is, "They're here!" Exclamation point. Invasive herpes carrying monkeys reach the first coast. <laughs> and number two. Bernie Sanders unveils job training program to f- provide meaningful work to low-skilled op-ed writers. <laughs> it's definitely the second one. I think it's the first one. I think it's the first one. No herpes carrying monkeys. That's a swim. <laughs> but that sounds like a real article. That's. Do you ridiculous. think there are monkeys carrying herpes that are <laughs> being tracked as they go? Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't seem that well, outrageous. Eden, you get the final call. On what do you this mean one. animals can get herpes? Sometimes. I know, but I don't know. I think I still think it's the first one. All right, well, I have bad news for you. The first one is real. Oh, what? There are invasive herpes carrying monkeys that have reached the first coast and they are coming for us. What's the first oh, coast? No. They're feral, invasive monkeys with herpes. I don't know what the first coast is. Monkeys oh, it's, in, it's in Jacksonville. Uh, here's a question if yeah. you were to have one. Um, they oh, left, no. wait, no, I just like to say, they got infected with herpes and, like, collectively left the island and just swam. They swam? Yeah. They swam? They're like, wait, they're where are they going? Here? It's so, inc- uh, the, wherever the first coast is. But from what direction? Which coast? The left one or the right one? I don't one? know. It doesn't seem to say. <laughs> Look. Okay, I still think it's an onion. It's article. from First Coast, <laughs> it's from First Coast News. So I guess they're assuming that their readership knows what the first coast is. But let me just say, coronavirus seems like a very secondary issue when compared to herpes-infected monkeys. I'd have to second that. So that's a problem we're going to have to deal with. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Got another great round here. The first one, man escapes burning house only to have his wife run him over. (laughs) (laughs) That's so bad. (laughs) And number two, you're a piece of shit, and I hope (laughs) (laughs) you're a piece of shit, and I hope. (laughs) (laughs) When this would happen in Hebrew class, and you'd have to go sit in the hallway. Yeah, I'm. I am known for breaking into fits of laughter and having to remove myself. All right, I think I can do this. You're, (laughs) you're a piece of shit, and I hope. Just All right, I think you guys got the piece of shit part. And I hope everyone like you dies, says Biden to Democratic voter <laughs> in stirring call. 
Party. Okay, okay, okay. Wait, I forgot the first one. <laughs> uh, you're, you're a piece of shit, and I hope you die. No, what was the f- what was the first? What was the oh, other article? Yeah, the, the first article was that a man escaped, um, his burning house only, <laughs> <laughs> only to have his wife run him over. <laughs> okay, so like- can I explain my logic here? Can I explain my logic? Yeah. Biden is known to say pretty outrageous things on the campaign trail <laughs> to voters specifically, including rude things. So the Onion article, I think, is the Biden one because that sounds like a satirization of what Biden naturally does. But if Biden did say something that outrageous, I think it'd be on the headlines. <laughs> the first one sounds ridiculous. It's just not the type of comedy <laughs> yeah, I think the Onion yeah. usually employs. Unfortunately, um a man did escape his burning house only to have his wife run him over. Like, he did get the <laughs> Did point. she burn down the house? Oh, <laughs> oh no. Okay, so <laughs> they actually don't know if it was an accident or a coincidence, so it's unclear if she burned the house or not. It, there's like an ongoing investigation. Wow, mm. that was a very good aerobic workout for me. <laughs> Let's see if I can oh, get through the next round. Yesterday, speaking of aerobic workouts from laughter i did laughter yoga oh with butters yes she told me about that what was that like oh it was amazing it was so fun what did you do like someone would make you laugh yeah so we did different like laughter exercises and basically a teacher came in laughing no it was more because laughing has so many health benefits and this teacher came in who's um a certified laughter yoga instructor and she could just like literally be in the worst mood and then break out into hysterical laughter and everyone else in the room would start laughing too that's awesome yeah laughing it was, it was fun is infectious same with yawns i'm oh. i'm a big believer in laughing if you can't tell i cannot stop laughing when i start laughing i just can't stop usually if i'm laughing in a situation where you can't be laughing i laugh way more like <laughs> in assembly if i start laughing like, if, if the person next to me makes a really funny joke and it's completely silent, like a serious school assembly, I'm going to start laughing and I will not be able to stop. And then it looks like I'm laughing at the, it's terrible. It's so bad. So I'll just, like, my main tactic, I recommend this to anyone with this problem. Pretend to tie your shoe so you can bend over <laughs> and then, like, conceal your laughter a little your bit. Your shoes don't have laces because they're sketchers, though. Oh, my current shoes don't oh, have laces. Oh, are those laces. the light-up ones? Those are dope. No. <laughs> they are not the light-up <laughs> sketchers. Jack wears sketches, everyone. Yeah. Okay, moving on. Oh, you took the wheels out? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Aren't All those right. banned from school? <laughs> I kind of want to get this. Remember Apparently, like, you practice. They banned wheelies? Yeah, because there was like some, someone made oh, a line. Was Max. it Max Pegelito? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was hilarious. He just slammed. He face planted, and someone made like an edit of it and like, posted <laughs> it on Vine, and it was like famous. Okay. Right. Moving on. Two more articles. Only one is an Onion article. Can you figure out which one it is? Our first one, Weinstein, as in Harvey, defense attorney, implores jury to remember how fun Pulp Fiction is. Or, police say, New Mexico man agreed to pay prostitute with a bird. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, can you repeat that? New Mexico man agreed to... Hey, prostitute with a burger. <laughs> <laughs> wow, pretty low tier prostitute. 
buy a burger. That's not prostitution. That's that's a date. <laughs> that's like that's like a prostitute being like, okay, I'm gonna quit my job, but buy me dinner, and then I'll yeah. Come back to you. <laughs> if you were a prostitute, Bobby, would you not accept burgers? Only hot dogs. Only hot dogs. <laughs> okay, I see. I see. All right, which one's the onion article? The first one. You think the first one, Bobby? What about you? The first one. I feel like if Weinstein says. I mean, Pulp I Fiction just, was a very mm. fun movie. I think it's the second one. You think the second one's the onion article? I, I think most prostitutes have a little more pride in their body. I think it's actually a respectable job. Eden, you want to override this one? You seem like you're pretty confident in that first one. I, I, I really think the first one. Something's telling me the first one. Now, while the Weinstein defense Wait, have attorney, you been reading her minds during this game? No. Okay. Oh shoot, she might be cheating. I might not be able to give her the goodie bag. Because <laughs> <laughs> no, number one, number one is the Onion article. That guy really did pay uh, his prostitute with a bur- <laughs> with a burger. So, <laughs> all right. Well, Eden, I'm excited to present with you to you this goodie bag. So yes. I'm sure you're just ecstatic. And I don't have to do the push-ups. You know, last you time I went to the dentist, I did not get one of the parachute guys, so I'm really, I really, I'm really did, excited. What did you take of the dentist instead? I just got a toothbrush Balloon. and a sticker. Balloon? No. Congratulations on the goodie bag. Thank One thing you. we did not include in the goodie bag was a temporary tattoo. And you know why? Because we know you have a permanent tattoo, and I'd love to know the story behind it. I do. So, I have a tattoo of the earth on my right ankle, and story behind it is so basically back when I was a freshman I really wanted to be an astronaut it was like my dream I was like there was like the 2020 mission to Mars stuff going on and I was like send me on that mission like I want to go to Mars like I want to do I want to leave the like I just thought it was the coolest thing and then summer of sophomore year I went on a trip to Fiji and we were driving up to this mountain like on the top or this like lookout and we saw like the most beautiful sunset I've ever seen and for those of you who don't know I like cry over a beautiful sunrise or sunset and this was like the most beautiful one I've ever seen and I love Fiji with all my heart like I did a homestay there so I, I'm still in touch with my family I love them and I was like dang like why would I ever want to leave this planet There's when there's so many, like, beautiful places to go, so many beautiful things to see, and that's, like, where my love for travel, like, I've always loved to travel, but that's where it really, like, sparked, and I was, like, I want to do this all the time, and it was kind of, like, everything, the earth was kind of, like, I mean, it has lots of symbols to me, but one of them is, like, everything I'd ever want is right here with me, whether it's, like, at home with my family or, like, here on the planet. And, yeah, so just having that earth symbol on me reminds me of, like, that happy moment and that moment. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I actually used to want to be an astronaut. Then I watched the movie Apollo 13, and mm. I was like, oh, I don't, I don't want to die. Yeah. So, but it's your definitely reason. Definitely a risk you're taking. Your reason's a little more compelling. So, did it hurt? No, I mean, I I thought it was going to hurt a lot more than it did. I think it was also on, like, an area of my body that isn't that so sensitive. sensitive. So, yeah. Good choice. And your parents were on board with the tattoo? 
Yeah, my dad was always, like, really against tattoos, um, but I convinced him, and he actually took me to go get it. So, before we go, I know you have a really funny story about the week before your 16th birthday that involved your driver's test, so I'd love to hear it. Oh, yeah, so my family purchased a new car, I can't talk, a new car before my 16th birthday, and we went to the dealership to pick it up we were driving home and I was driving before I had my license my dad was in the um the front seat with me and we see like an old man an old lady that kind of looked like my grandparents they were like walking on the street and we're like that cannot be mama and R, who's what we that's what we call our grandparents and we get a closer look and we're like oh my god like that's mama and R. like what the heck so my dad's like turn around like let's like make a loop and like say hi to them roll down the window like my dad was like I'm gonna take a video to like show your mom or whatever and so we're like driving back around taking a loop and that we like pull down the window roll down the window and we like say hi to my grandparents and I'm totally not paying attention to the road and like totally like crash into the curb and like almost a sign and my dad's like oh my god like what are you doing were you not paying attention and I'm like no like he's like turn the corner pull over like the car's like done like the car's wrecked and I'm like this is like coming home from the dealership like we this is a brand new car and I was like oh no and then he got out and there wasn't even a scratch on it and then fast forward about a week I go and I didn't pass my driver's test the first time and after my what dad, happened? my what dad happened? was like, don't worry, like, you're a better driver, like, than your brother and sister, what, like, don't even, like, not passing your test isn't even a possibility. And then I was really nervous, and I turned right on red, which you can do, except there was, like, a green arrow coming from the other direction. So there were cars coming in from, in, and I, that was, till this day, was the closest I've ever gotten to a car crash, was on my driver's test. On your test. driver's test, you've. You improved. You got that license, didn't you? Yes, I went back the next day and got my license. So I thought I improved until I got a ticket, a speeding ticket, like four days later. But since then, I've been I've been good. Flawless record. Don't want to like jinx anything. Uh, but so here's a question: When you got the speeding ticket, mm-hmm. did you take an online traffic school? No, I actually got a court date, and then I had to do community service. Okay, and did it go on your record? No. Okay. Once I turned in my community service, I it got cleared. Bobby, why are you so interested if it went on her I, record? I recently got a ticket for running a stop sign, Ooh. and they gave me three options. One is to go to court. Mm-hmm. The other is to pay the ticket and have it be on our record. The other, and then the third is to pay more money for the ticket and have to take a four-hour driving school. Um, so what did you choose? But it doesn't go on your record. I have not chosen yet. I would choose court. You would choose court? Are you under 18? I'm over 18. I, actually, I think it's fine. I mean, I would choose court. Because they're just going to give you community service. And it won't go on my record? All right, Thank advice you. from Eden Snow. I hope. I hope. I <laughs> All right, Eden, if that goes on his record, <laughs> we're coming for you. And oh we're God. taking the goodie bag back by force. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> but the moral of the story is don't be an idiot and run stop signs. Yes. Why, why'd you run the stop sign, Bobby? Where were you going? Yeah. I think I was trying to make it to a Hall Talk episode. Oh. Okay, well, then it was okay. So that was worth it. 
As long as you say that to the judge, you'll be okay. Yeah, the judge will know. The judge will be like, all right, fine. He's a celebrity. (laughs) (laughs) The law does not apply to you. Well, Eden, I've had a blast. Of course, because you entered the Hall of Fame. Did we even, I mean, you're a Hall of Famer. Yeah, I am honored to be on the Hall of Fame. You realize the only other Hall of Famer out there is Mrs. Schoenfeld. Yeah. So you should... Give her a crisp high five yeah, and so celebrate yeah. that. Mrs. Schoenfeld and I go way back, actually. Really? Yeah. Jordan Schoenfeld, who was on a previous Holly Talk episode, was actually brought to the hospital the day I was born. Mm. Yeah. So something was happening in that hospital. There must have been. Hall of Famers were being bred. We got to figure out who else was in that hospital and get them on this show. Thank and you so much for having me. It this was awesome. Been- Holla talk. That is true. And we will be back, hopefully.